0: philadelphia fans what's good it's your girl breezy uh mm -hmm. yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting episode to say the least i hope you guys are strapped in and ready to go because this band-aid is getting ripped off this team is just it's horrendous it's absolutely horrendous but before we get into that welcome back to another episode of sports and sluttos podcast i'm your host breezy um, you can follow the. You can follow me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. You can also follow the show on Instagram at sports and stilettos podcast. Uh, make sure you like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. That way, you know when I drop new episodes. It has been a long time since the last time I recorded, and um, I just want to say thanks for to everyone who. <laughs> who was in my DMs telling me that I need to record and and all of that stuff. Um, You know, life just happens a little different for me. So um, I appreciate the support still. And um, let's just let's just dive right into this. Rip this bandaid off because I just. (sighs) Uh, Somebody has to go. Somebody has to go. And and there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. It either needs to be Jim Schwartz or it needs to be Doug Peterson because I'm tired. I'm very, I'm very, very tired of this team and the way that they play and the way that no adjustments are ever made and the way that this team doesn't give any kind of confidence. They don't... It, it's, it's, it's disgusting football to watch. Like, let's not sugarcoat this shit. Like, it is bad, very, very bad football that we're watching week in and week out, and there is nothing that this coaching staff is doing to make the blow less hurtful nothing you sit here and you have press conferences with your head coach what three or four times a week every week and every single week it's the same thing oh we got to coach better oh the players need to um The players need to get themselves open. They need to do this. They need to do that. Oh, yeah, I'll design some plays to get Carson out of the pocket. I know he does well with that. Um, uh, I didn't see any. I probably saw one decent play where Carson rolled out of the pocket, and I highly doubt that was even designed. I think he did that on instinct. And then his rushing. I think that came on instinct as well. I highly doubt that that was drawn up by Doug Peterson because I don't think Doug Peterson designs plays to get our quarterback outside of the pocket, even though he thrives that way. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I will never understand it. And it is sad, sad football to watch. You sit here, you have Alshon Jeffrey on IR literally till like week 10, and then all of a sudden he just gets his starting job back on uh, in front of Travis Fulgham? Tell me where that makes sense. You're literally taking your best wide receiver off the field, the one person that has the best chemistry with Carson Wentz. You're taking him off the field because some old man decided he wanted to come back and he deserves to be integrated back into this offense Based on nothing but past, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Past achievements. And even that list is slim. I don't even understand why Alshon Jeffrey is on the field. I forgot this man could even play football or could catch. He hasn't caught anything from Carson Wentz. But the one play that Jalen Hurts goes out there and throws the ball for the first time. Oh, all of a sudden Alshon Jeffrey can catch a football oh 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 okay okay all right I, I didn't know the man could still play football I thought he was just out there taking up space and the commentator said it very well yesterday it's taking these wide receivers three days to get open you're playing professional football Professional football, I don't understand why it is so hard to get separation on literally the league's worst defense. Who's giving up 350 yards and the Eagles could only get, what, 215 passing yards yesterday? I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I swear to God, if it was not for that defense coming out and punching somebody in the throat, a.k.a. D.K. Metcalf, if that did not happen in that first Seattle series, this would have been a blowout. I, I don't even think the Eagles would have scored any points had the defense not came out and played at a high level like they did yesterday. Nope. Nope. I don't believe in one bit. And Jim Schwartz can go, too, because who told him that he could just go out and be talking to people and giving them freaking um, bulletin board material for the game. Are you kidding me? Who told him that he could go up and talk to DK Metcalf at all? You guys aren't even on the same team. You're not in the same realm. Why are you speaking to this man? Why? You barely have media availability. You have media availability, what, once a week? And you think that it's okay for you to go out and talk to one of the league's best wide receivers that are about to sit here and torture defense? Which is exactly what this man did. 10 catches, 177 yards? I would really, really love to see or hear what the hell Jim Schwartz was thinking by telling this man he is not Megatron yet. That sounds like a challenge to me. And honestly, I don't blame DK Metcalf at all for going out there and playing his ass off. These Eagles coaches and these Eagles players need to get humble and they need to get humble fast as hell. Because they don't even have a pot to piss in right now. You got the Washington football team and the Giants ahead of you in the NFC, the only team... That we're better than is the Cowboys. And that, you know, don't get me wrong. That gives me that that eases my 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 anger a little bit. But that's not enough. It's not enough. And Doug coming out here in his press conferences, rolling his eyes, saying the same thing every week. Oh, we got to get better oh, I just have to get, I have to get better. It's on It's on the players too, blah, 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 blah. But you're not putting your team in the best position to win a game even against the league's worst team. I don't get it. I don't get it. You cannot expect Carson Wentz to get hit and get sacked as much as he does every single week. And expect this man to still put the offense on his back and make something out of nothing every single week. Carson Wentz, when he rolls out of the pocket on an instinct play, or he rushes for those 10 to 12 yards on an instinct play, it's making Doug Peterson look stupid and it is making him that much closer to losing his job. That much closer. And I just, I, 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 I don't understand it. I don't, un- I've never seen this Eagles offense look as stagnant and as unprepared as I did last night. And I am so glad I wasn't drinking because I probably would have broken my TV last night watching that mess. Eagles offense, three and out on the first five series. I don't get it. I don't get it. You don't get a first down until the second quarter of the game? I should have seen I should have seen Gatorade containers flying across that freaking sideline. Are you kidding me? Nobody showed any kind of emotion yesterday. None. You see all of these other coaches around the league when even Pete Carroll yesterday Flipping out, running up and down the field. You see so much emotion out of that man every week. Doug Peterson, I just, I can't. I can't. I'm done with the vanilla offense. I'm done with the, oh, well, I'll try this. Oh, I'll put Jalen Hurts in for one or two plays to mess up the momentum of this offense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do that again next week and see what happens. Because honestly... I just, I don't know. I don't know if Doug Peterson is going to last for the rest of the year. I don't. I don't. Honestly, if he gets fired this week, Deuce Daly needs to be an interim head coach for the rest of the year. And I guarantee you, we will see um, uh, Miles Sanders finally show up. We will. You won't see Carson Wentz throwing forty plus times in a game again. Where where are the analytics and where do, does Doug Peterson even look at those numbers? Does he go back and look at box scores and see how many times he had his th- his quarterback throw the ball every single time? Almost, I think, outside of maybe three or four games this year, Carson Wentz has thrown over 40 times in a game, and every single time that has happened, we have lost. They couldn't establish the run game. I don't know why. When you have the third leading rusher on your team, why would you not give him the ball? If you know Carson Wentz is struggling, and you know this makeshift offensive line and don't get me wrong they deserve a whole lot of blame too if you can't give one of the best players on your team the ball and have them try to make something out of nothing what are we doing on the field why is Doug Peterson calling plays that is not beneficial for this offense the only, I, the only way that Doug Peterson doesn't get fired this year is if he probably wins one of these last last couple of games. If we go into Green Bay next week and all of a sudden the offense comes together and they win that game, Doug Peterson does not get fired. If they lose that game, and I'm I'm not there's I have zero confidence now. If they lose that game, Doug Peterson is done. He's done. And Jim Schwartz can pack his shit and go too. Because honestly, I'm 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 tired of all of this. Sticks defense. You're leaving Darius Slay, who is I love him. Y'all know I love me some Darius Slay. But the fact that you had him on an island by himself the entire game, and you know, you know how chippy that coverage was going to be just because of all the talk and stuff like that that was happening during the week. Why would you not give that man help? And yes, you saw his press conference yesterday. You heard him say he didn't need no help. Well, you know what? Sometimes the people that don't need help need some damn help. I don't understand it I don't get it the only I, I'll give you guys two bright spots that I saw yesterday Alex Singleton if they don't sign I don't even know what his contract is right now because I'm so pissed but if Alex Singleton is not on this team next year and Nate Gary is I am mm. I, like I, I just I, I feel like I I don't know if you guys can hear my daughter. She's saying, I'm done. Because that's right. I will be done. I will be done, baby. Yep. You're done. I'll be done. Yep. You're done. I don't want to hear Nate Gary's name during an Eagles NFL game ever, 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 ever again. Alex Singleton all the way. They called him the teeth. Thanks. They called him the teeth of the defense yesterday. And it is so true. Okay, Riley, relax. Riley, please. And they called him the teeth of the defense yesterday. And I think at that point, that was when you saw what you're supposed to see out of a linebacker. You saw him plugging holes. You saw him getting penetration into the backfield. You saw him making the plays that we've been waiting for linebackers to do all season long. And it takes Nate Gary having this weird IR placement, whatever thing, to get him off the field. And then Alex Singleton can shine. And if Nate Gary comes back off of IR, th- listen, they, ju- they just better cut him. They just better cu- They just better cut him. Because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I, nothing. I'm done. I'm over it. Alex Singleton was the only bright spot in that game yesterday. The only one. And I you know, I don't want to take anything away from Derek Barnett because Derek Barnett had a great game yesterday too. He really did. And I don't think we had him. And I don't think we. And I don't think we had him. The first few times that we played, because I think he was on IR, he was hurt or whatever the case is. But Derek Barnett had a great, but Derek Barnett had a great game. He had a great game. You know, two sacks. And it just, it was great. It was great. But I just, (sighs) I'm a tired Eagles fan very very tired Eagles fan I'm over it I um you know I'm 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 gonna sit here I'm I'm going to watch the Green Bay game next week and I'm I'm probably gonna watch it with zero expectations because I really don't think that this team can win another game now if they're tanking for a better draft position then fine say that But don't make up this stuff every single week during your four day press conferences talking about, oh, yeah, well, I'll do this. I'll scheme out of the pocket. I'll I'll scheme for the players to get open. I'll do this. I'll do that. And then turn around and blame the players for not getting separation, for not being where they should be and doing all of that. That makes me think that this stuff is getting um, that this stuff is getting uh, or it's it's being allowed in practice. Because when you practice the same thing over and over and over again, it becomes habit. So if they aren't executing in practice, they're never going to be able to execute in a game. If all Carson Wentz is doing is focusing on timing and chemistry with these receivers, then it would show on the field on game day, but it's not. And I don't, I don't understand. You're leaving points on the board. Miles Sanders had 10 carries yesterday. 10? Since when? Not even since when? Like I, how? Like how does how does that even happen? I don't I don't get it. I do not understand it. None of it makes sense. And and now this Jalen Hurts pick is making me even more uncomfortable. Because at first I was okay with it. Oh, they'll just do him like a Taysom Hill kind of thing. But see, Taysom Hill knows how to run an offense. Taysom Hill can play other positions besides quarterback position. People are literally scared when Taysom Hill gets on the field because you either you either know he's going to be rushing for, I don't know, 15, 18 yards or he's going to chuck the ball down the field or he's just going to score a touchdown in your face and run you over. That's what I thought we were getting from Jalen Hurts when they picked him in the second round. And now it just looks like this was some... Let's pick a name out of a hat kind of shit. And oh, look, Jalen Hurts' name is on the ticket. Let's just go with that. And that is not how you're supposed to be running an NFL team. Not even like not even a little bit. And it's sad. But I think right now what we need is we we need a better coach. We need a better coach. We need a coach that can sit down with Carson, figure out what his strengths are, figure out what his weaknesses are and build off of making him a complete player. And here's another thing. And, and this is what I've been thinking every single week that I see Carson once sitting in the pocket. In, in 2017, when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl and Nick Foles took over during that that during that two week bye that they had you heard the coaches say you know we went back and we looked at tape on what on what Nick Foles was doing well and we started to game plan with that i don't understand why you can game plan for a backup quarterback the way that they did but you refuse to game plan for your franchise quarterback even though you know he does well outside of the pocket, when this man is mobile and can use his legs to extend plays, to make something out of nothing, to get the ball downfield, or whatever the case is, why isn't the offense constructed around that? That's what I need to know. Because... (laughs) This shit is a joke. It is a joke. It's an absolute mess and I just I don't get it. I don't get it. And you know, you you hear all of these things about, "Oh, well, it was Frank Reich. It was Frank Reich. It was Frank Reich." It probably was. And you know what? I I really wish that we had not let Frank Reich go. But he's doing well in um where is he at in uh, Indianapolis? He's he's doing well over there, so I can't hate. But but what I do need is someone who is Frank Reich-ish to come in and do what they need to do. Like, is nobody else on? They have a million and one assistant coaches. You mean to tell me that nobody knows how to scheme? Nobody is creative. Nobody can, nobody can sit here and tell Doug Peterson your offense planning sucks and you need to do better. Nobody has the balls to do that. What are they hired for? What are they hired for? I need to know. Because honestly, if all it takes is an Etch-A-Sketch to draw up a vanilla play, then hire me. If that's the case, then just hire me or hire a child, because whoever's in there right now ain't getting it done, and I don't like it. And they need to go. Tear down the entire offensive coaching staff, as well as the de- as the defensive coordinator. All of them can go and start over again. Like I just because I, I I can't. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that this is okay, because it's not. And it's horrible to watch. It is absolutely horrible, and I really didn't want this to be a bashing because the Eagles' defense did step up yesterday. They did do what they needed to do, but they still allowed a certain amount of points that just isn't. It's just not. It, it's just. It's not. I mean, they 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 kept the Eagles' offense in the game. Which was good. They kept the Eagles offense in the game, which was great. But at the end of the day, if you can't generate points on offense, then there is no... It, it It's like the defense is out there just just doing nothing. They're doing it for nothing. And it's not fair. You know, they came out with some juice that I haven't seen since, I don't know, 2017. <laughs> You know they did their thing yesterday, but you know uh, you would think that that would somehow translate on the offensive side of the field, um, and it just didn't. It just didn't, and it was sad. It was really sad to see. Um, it this this it all boils down to coaching, and that is the first change that this team needs to make, either this week or sometime in the off season. But there there needs to be a shakeup there because the, this 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 coaching staff isn't getting it done. They're not getting it done. And if they're not getting it done, then they don't deserve to coach this team. They don't deserve to be in this city. Because like, oh, whoo, they're lucky that they shut Philadelphia down and didn't allow fans in that stadium yesterday, because I guarantee you there would have been stuff being thrown harder than snowballs. It would have been bad it would have been bad but you know i just hope i hope that i hope the defense comes out next week against green bay and and they come out with the same juice i don't think they will but you know i hope that they do and i don't know i i i, I don't even know if anything can be done about the offense at this point because there's there's no um I don't think I don't really think that there's a will to win anymore. And that might sound a little harsh because, you know, we we know what Carson Wentz can do when things are going well. When he can when he can do up tempo and 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 that's another thing. You know that your offense does better when they're running up te- a, a, an up tempo offense. But yet you sit here and you still make them still make them huddle up you still make them, um, you know, take all this time off the clock and 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 run it. Nah, man, run that shit up. If that's what we're gonna be doing, run it up. And 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 I feel like I feel like nobody. It, it's it's almost like talking to the principal at school. Like, you want to tell the principal he's doing a shitty job. But nobody within his office, not even the vice principal, is telling him that he's doing a shitty job. So now the entire school is suffering because of a bad principal. And here we are. The entire Eagles team is suffering because Doug Peterson, right now, is shit. He is. And it's horrible. It's horrible. You you saw what happened to Matt Patricia. Let's not act like firing a head coach in the middle of the season is not is is, is not impossible. It can be done. Do the Eagles need to get blown out by Green Bay for Doug Peterson and not get on that plane back from from Lambo? Does that is that what needs to happen? Cuz if so, shit. Lay the goose egg. <laughs> lay the goose egg and and I guarantee Doug Peterson will not be here. After, after Green Bay's game. He will not. And, God, it's just, it's so frustrating because there's so many things wrong with this offense that you can't even talk about all of them in one sitting. You can't. It's horrible. It's, 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 it's bad. It's bad. But another bright spot... From yesterday is that the NBA season starts in two weeks. So we have a distraction coming, people. Do not worry. We've got the Sixers to watch. We we, we listen, Daryl Morey Wow, Daryl Morley has put together a Sixers, I guess a, a gift wrap package for us. And I can't wait to unwrap it. I can't wait to see what this chemistry is like. I can't wait to see them out on the out on the court. And it just and it warmed my heart a little bit. Cause the Eagles right now are making it ice cold. And and yeah. Oh god, this was so bad. So bad. I don't even know if I want to record after after they lose to Green Bay next week. I really, I really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna happen. It's gonna be, um, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to watch. It's definitely gonna be hard to watch. You know, but I'll probably drink during that game. Because, because why not? Why not? If Doug Peterson has amnesia that that close after a loss, then so can I. Why not? It is what it is. But it, this is... Oh, my God. <sighs> anyway, to each his own. There was a point in time where I really loved, you know, a vanilla offense. Because not so many people don't expect how, how simplicity is sometimes the better option. But when you're too simple and you don't make adjustments and you don't, it's, it's almost like he's refusing to, to, he's refusing to be helpful. He's refusing to do his job. And I don't understand how you could sit in a room and coach a team that way. I don't, I don't know how you can do it. I don't understand how it's even professionally doable. Especially in a city like Philadelphia, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So, like I said, this is this is just a foot race on who could get out, who who's gonna be out the door first. It's either gonna be Doug Peterson or it's gonna be Jim Schwartz, and that depends on who gets on Jeff Lurie's bad side today. So we'll see. We will see. But this was this was a mess. This, mess. this whole season has been a mess. This whole division has been a mess. And honestly, the Eagles don't deserve to do anything or even sniff the postseason at this point. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. You know, just just make life easier. Lose out, get a decent draft pick and and make sure that you draft someone that can grow with Carson or that can. That can make your defense that much better. Because at this point, I, mm, mm. (laughs) I don't, I I feel like this episode is me talking in circles right now because uh, it's, oh my God, just makes me want to like hurt someone, which I'm not really going to do guys. So don't worry, but. It's it's wild. It's been it's been a wild season. It's been hard being an Eagles fan, except for those three wins that we have on the season. And you know, our um, our head coach just like not not showing up. Head coach just doesn't show up, and it puts it puts everyone puts everyone in a rut, and it just oh god it's so bad anyway i can't wait for the sixers uh season to start because i'm over this eagles debacle of a season and watching them literally shoot themselves in the foot every single week i'm over and i'm done so that concludes uh episode 11 of sports and stilettos podcast i uh, i hope that i didn't talk myself in a circle but i i i had to get i had to get the frustrations out this week because it it was it was starting to build up and it was just it was just too much so make sure you make, make sure you follow me on twitter at your host underscore breezy you can follow the show on instagram at sports and stilettos podcast and make sure you like rate review and subscribe to your girl until next time everybody Peace and love.